And I, you know what? I feel like I want to just want to say that's one of those things where you say, say it louder for the people in the back. Hey, welcome to Realtor Safety and Self-Defense with Robin Bath. Bath, I know you have been kind of uh, chatting about something. Um, and you know what? You've had my ear here over the last few days about this. So I'm I'm going to let you share some, you know, some thoughts and some feelings that you have right now and let's um let's see where this carries us today okay i feel like you're giving me a little bit of an open mic here rob and I, i'm really going to take it and run with it today there are so many times that you know we have listed our favorite authors or that you know we've recommended books and and things like that to uh to our session our people in our sessions and um you know we all know who gavin de becker is we all know who Joe Navarro is in the study of body language, but I'm telling you, I came across this book that everybody needs to have on their bookshelf. If you are uh, male, female, identify as female, have female children, all of that stuff, um, this is one book that you really need to read. And the name of the book, and this is going to tell you, Rob, what we're going to talk about today, the name of the book is Creepology self-defense for your social life now the author is anna valdeseri and i'm going to um say that i believe this is a self-published book and i kudos to to this author for getting all of this information out here because it is an absolutely inspiring uh book that is chock full of information for us so and, and so much of it resonates with the real estate professional and how they have to conduct themselves through their career. So, Rob, let me just read you the, um, the introduction. And again, we've talked about our favorite authors. The introduction to the book is written by Rory Miller. And I know you've read pretty much every book that, that he's read. But So yeah. I'm just going to grab... Mil Rory Miller is amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to grab you kind of ha half of the introduction. And, and again, this is what we're talking about today. So he says, one subject that instructors rarely address, creepers. They are the low-level sexual predators that make so many women's lives miserable, yet are invisible to most men. This is a real problem, not an imaginary one. It's not the active shooter or the stranger jumping out of the bushes, which most people will never experience. Creepers are a problem that someone you know is dealing with right now. Oh, he goes on to say that most instructors hand wave past the complex stuff. It's easy to teach what to do legally and physically when a stranger raises his hand against you. It is much harder to teach what you can do legally, physically, and socially about the guy who just happens to rub up against you when no one is watching. 
Now, those are the words of Rory Miller, and again, that is the foreword from this book, Creepology, Self-Defense for Your Social Life by Anna Valdeseri. So, Rob, now, now that you've heard that part, this totally relates to 100% of the real estate professionals that we have met, male, female, all gender, that we have met during our in-person and online sessions, correct? Um, yeah, and yeah, and you know what? I um, before we focus this one hundred percent on the female realtor, um, you because you've had them disclosed to you. This happens to male realtors as well. And it doesn't just happen to male realtors with a lone female client. No, it does not. And I, you know what? I feel like I want to just want to say that's one of those things where you say, say it louder for the people in the back, because this is not a problem that only female real estate professionals face. No. And how, well, let's, let's break it down because... Um, yeah, and, and I'm going to step into our live training into, um, know thy enemy prospect or predator. We have a portion in our training where we will actually request a volunteer to come up and we go through, um, I don't want to use the word desensitization, I'm going to use the word measurement where we will display measurement risks that are performed against the professional. And when we do this, and this can be the arm rubbing, the smelling of the hair, the uh, sliding of the hand across the back, uh, body brushing where the professional is near a counter and the individual rubs themselves across their back or their front and then apologizes for it. And it, it's a whole friggin' creep out. It really is. It's, we, we hear it, Rob. We hear about how, you know, conveniently they had to, you know, move themselves through a smaller space and unfortunately, you know, made contact. They, they stand just a little bit too close. They linger just a little bit too long after the business is kind of concluded. They give off those compliments that, you know, like, uh, my goodness, your hair smells good today. Man, do you know how surprised I was when, you know, 50% of the heads in the room nodded when we, when it, we talk about it's stunning, that, isn't it? that over-personal comment of smelling your hair. Um, yeah. or, or, or what about, what, <laughs> what about the male who gets told how good his pants look on him by a woman who he's conducting a showing with? And her husband or partner is in another part of the house or another room or vice versa, where, you know, there's contact made with him 
flirtation or flirtatious situation occurs, it's it happens. It is. It, it is. And you know, we we just finished talking about those um, those meetings that that happen that really give a, a predator a little bit of a lift, you know, and and encourage them to um, either you know move forward with whatever their plan may be or. Just the fact that being in your presence and and actually holding your hand and shaking it for just a little bit too long, how they they get long. their fill from that, perhaps. But then, Creepology. yeah, like and we can't yeah. forget after that, they. What happens if they show up somewhere where you are, your next open house, or well, we've met all of a sudden professional that that's happened uh-huh. to as well. All of a sudden. They're on your Instagram, they're on your professional Facebook, and all of a sudden they want to be friends on your personal Facebook. It's that stuff where you, you know, you can't put a finger on it as wrong, illegal, immoral behavior. It's just that stuff that, you know, it it's unsettling behavior. And, you know, even though it's not an assault, this this person is still a predator. They're creeping you out. They're making you feel uncomfortable. Maybe they don't know they're making you feel uncomfortable because in their mind, they're probably, their ego's being boosted and full and, and they're thinking that this is okay. Yep. Now, right? yes. And, and Rob, let's talk about real estate professionals and what they feel their obligation is. Well... And here's some, man, and this is a little bit of an unfortunate part of the industry because the professional feels oftentimes that they have to accept that behavior. They have to accept those compliments. They have to accept the late night phone calls. They have to accept the physical contact because the gifts, because they're afraid that they are going to offend a potential client and lose a a substantial amount of of money over it. And they've signed contracts. They have obligations to home sellers. They have obligations to their professional body. They have obligations to their buyers who've, who've, you know, chosen them to represent them on on the biggest purchase of their life sometimes but rob nobody has the obligation to be a victim no even even at a look from a low level predator like that right so let's um if we can let's kind of take a look at this and let's sort of understand um well, we kind of know what's happening here right now, right? The individual is getting a boost of their ego. They're feeling a certain level of dominance. Some of this is actually a fulfillment from seeing the the other individual being a little bit uncomfortable. Sometimes when an individual can create someone to be a little uncomfortable, make their cheeks go red, that kind of thing, that's a little bit of a, of a fulfillment or an excitement for them. And, and you're right. The, the term creepology is... 
Oh, it's perfect this, for this. This author is a genius. I I've read this book cover to cover twice, and I'm taking it to work with me, <laughs> and I'm gonna <laughs> leave it on the table for all of my friends. Like I'm just so impressed with with the study and the okay. the knowledge and the uh, the action statements in this book. So, um, let's talk about this happening. You know, you experience this. What's your your what's your response? Do you respond the first time? Is it possible that this was a one incident sort of thing? Do you let the one incident go? Do you, which would probably be a reasonable thing? Because you know what? We, we get compliments and we accept them. And sometimes they don't make us feel good, but we get them. And, and one time thing could be, right? Could be, but, but understand what is going on. And, and if it raises a red flag for you, just let that red flag be raised. You, you don't need to immediately react because, you know, what, what I've learned from this book is that the, the sense of making you uncomfortable or, or inspiring just that little bit of potential fear in you is often enough for these people. They, they don't turn into physical predators because being a creep is safe it's safe for them and and it's fulfilling for them and guess what they can do it tomorrow and they can do it the next day and the next day and they they get what they needed remember we say so often it's not about you it's about them and in this case you know when we deal with these creeps they're getting what they need by simply making you feel that that unsettling, that uncomfortable behavior. So let your red flag stay raised. But again, Rob, we don't have to accept this behavior continually. We have the right to remove ourselves from these situations, regardless of the professional designations that we hold. And one of those being a licensed practice real estate. Right. Hundred percent, and we don't have to accept it. But let's talk quickly, maybe about um, a, a boundary, if you will. So we go through this experience. We have this happen once, and then maybe it happens again. And the second time, it even makes us feel even more creeped out, even more uncomfortable possibly maybe a little bit unsafe and it just doesn't feel good. So is it wrong to try and set a boundary for this? You you absolutely need to set your boundaries, but one of the things that we have to remember about boundaries is that people breach your boundaries or they, they break that boundary, there has to be consequences that we have to follow through with the ramifications or the consequences of breaching that boundary. So, you know, we cannot be afraid to release that client. We cannot be afraid to decline that next showing. We can't be afraid to refer that client to someone else. We, we can't be afraid to bring someone with us to the next appointment that we have with this creep. We have to follow through if we're going to set boundaries. 
So how do we go about doing that? What's your thought? How do we go about setting a boundary with someone who is smelling her hair or telling us how good her hair smells or telling us how good her perfume is or telling us how good her pants look on us or how do we go about that? Or, or man, you know, how, how's this one, uh, reaching over and looking at an electrical panel and, and having a hand brush down over your back or like, how do we, how do we set those boundaries in a professional way? Yeah. Well, I, I think we're, we're going to, you know, ask for a change in that behavior. People are not mind readers, even creeps and, and people that are not creeps. They're not mind readers. So, um, you know, we need to explain that that behavior is not acceptable. You ask, you tell, and then you deal with it. So, so, you know, setting that boundary though, you need permission to, to, to do that in this profession, unfortunately. Well, and oftentimes, right, that, and we've talked about politeness. Well, we, oftentimes we have the over politeness, politeness is a problem. And relationship building. And let's not forget that for these, you know, good people that are making the dreams of home ownership come true, their paycheck depends on these buyers. So, you know, quite often they overrule what they're feeling. They put their 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 boundaries aside because their paycheck depends on this person. And how unfortunate is that that we, you know, literally have to go through those unsettling moments and and what feels like even harassment, Rob. We have to go through that just to make our paycheck. And, and that is unfortunate in this profession of, you know, intelligent, good, kind people. For sure. So let's take a look at it. Um, you say about ask. So I experience this and I say, um, you know what? I, I really appreciate the, the compliments or I understand or, you know, that, that people sometimes are touchy, but maybe, you know, that doesn't make me feel all that good sometimes when that happens. Is that an okay approach to take? Sure. You you have to be clear about how you're feeling and what you don't want. So if I, if I ask and then I tell, and is it wrong for me to say, you know, I go through that about telling them that you know, I appreciate the compliments and I, I know you're trying to be nice and, but sometimes that doesn't really make me feel that good. Would it be okay maybe if we didn't do that? Is that okay? I think it's absolutely okay. It, it's not only okay, it's necessary. So now I've kind of set a boundary, haven't I? Uh, uh, and, and I've done it in a way where I've remained calm. And I've tried to be empathetic about it. I'm trying to understand that, you know, some people do this, some people do that, some people have a need to touch, um, some people have a need to hug, I, and, and I get that. But if I don't feel good about it, I have the right to ask. 
and I also have the right to tell. And now that I set the boundary, what happens if that boundary gets breached? What, what do I do now? Once you've asked and your boundary is breached, are you going to give them a second chance, Rob? Well, I guess it comes down to what the level of the feeling is, right? And I guess what we need to understand, if I have requested this and I've shared how it's made me feel and I've asked that we not do that anymore because it makes me feel uncomfortable and that boundary gets breached, what does that say about the individual's belief and thoughts about me? Well, I, I think it it would just tell someone that your words don't mean anything, that you can be overruled, that you um, are not, don't, don't possess maybe the, the strength that you, it's, it's all about that risk measurement, right? So it's all about dominance you know, and control. It, it 100% is. So we're going to ask for a change in behavior. And when that doesn't happen, we're going to reiterate that request. We're going to tell them again that behavior is not acceptable and what the consequences are going to be. Because we, we have to give consequences. Otherwise, they're empty words. It, it's just an ask. Yeah. And so that could be, you know what? Um, you know, I asked, I told you how I felt about this. It's happened again. Um, maybe I should refer you out to someone else. Uh, I know a, an amazing uh, real estate professional that I'm sure would uh, get along with you fantastic and probably be able to fulfill every one of your needs. Um, I think maybe I would feel better reaching out and, and having them contact you. And I'm, I'm even going to put myself in that situation and I'm going to ask somebody, you know, please don't smell my hair like that. That makes me uncomfortable. And then I'm going to say, when they smell my hair again, I'm going to say, if you smell my hair again, I'm going to have to refer you to Rob. He is my business partner and he'll be the one that'll be conducting your showings with you. And then Rob, when he smells my hair again, he's yours. <laughs> and, and then you can deal with him smelling your hair. Yeah, but well, but the point of it is, right? if there's no consequences uh, to to the actions, and if there's no clear ask, then you know they're just words. So we do have to be firm, and we have to be confident in setting those boundaries, and remember that and, it is a boundary. And if you allow it to continue, that that level of dominance and control elevates, right? And I know we're talking about, and we call them low level predators. But they're out there. And, you know, I, I hate to say it, but I'm going to guess that there's probably uh, 95% of our listeners have experienced it. Um, I know over 50, 55% of our listeners have experienced the body brushing and, and the very uncomfortable um measure risk measurements that that are portrayed to them 
but I think it's really important that the real estate professional understand that they can set that boundary. And let's put this into a reality context, if we can. Would your lawyer put up with that? Would your physician put up with that? Would the hostess at a restaurant put up with that? Would your Uber driver put up with that? Hey, and I'm gonna I'm gonna end with then why are you putting up with it? And I am not gonna give away any of uh, Anna's book here to to anybody. But I am going to tell you again, if if you can, please go on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com even and look up this book, Creepology, Self-Defense for Your Social Life. I recommend it highly for every real estate professional in this industry. And um, the Edmonton people, we are talking about this next session. And I'm, I'm just, I'm so pleased with some of the information that has been put out here for us to manage these types of situations. Thank you, Rob, for letting me take the mic today. No, hey, thank you. And um, I want to thank you for listening. And Beth, that was some powerful stuff because we know far too many professionals face it, deal with it, and they don't know how to deal with it. Um, and you know what? If you enjoyed what you've heard today, please leave us a rating. Uh, ratings are really important to us. And if you found the information valuable, please share it out. And I want to thank you, Beth, for that, because that is a topic that is a real tough one for, uh, for professionals to understand, accept, and to deal with. And I want to thank Doug from Stories and Strategies again for putting on such an awesome program for you. Um, and you know what, in ending, please have a prosperous day and always be safe.